You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Hey, hey, Ambitious Mamas, Krista Rialba here, and we are about to kick off Season 3 with the Rockettes. I have two of the Rocket Mamas here, Tara and Nicole. Tara is a mom of three girls who are three and under, yes, a set of twins, and Nicole who has four children. Now, they are in the middle of training six-hour days, six days a week, and they made time to hop on a three-way call and chat with me a little bit about being a mom and also being a rocket. Um, pretty inspiring. They're basically athletes, not even basically, they 100% are. Their training schedules are really grueling and they make it look so effortless on stage. And I really want to share with you um, in this in this episode, how incredible their mindset is and also the culture of the Rockets. I think there's going to be a lot of takeaways from this episode for you and your family and as you prepare for this next upcoming year. So let's dive in, shall we? Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Krista Rialba and this is the Ambitious Mama podcast. I am here with two of the Rockets, yes, the famous Rockets from the Radio City Music Hall. And I've really wanted to chat with them because they are mamas. And uh, we have Tara and Nicole here who are currently a part of the big Christmas show. And uh, Tara has three daughters who are under three. So the three-year-old is the oldest and also a set of twins. And then we have Nicole who has four children and a nine-year-old is the oldest. So this is really incredible. And I'm so grateful for Ricky for setting this up because um, definitely I think we have a lot to talk about. (laughs) The first thing that came to mind, of course, is just how I mean, how in, impressive it is to for the physical demands on your body when you're a mom of little ones. So how do you ladies prepare for this show? It, are you dancers all year long? I would love to know just kind of like what your regular life looks like. Um, we can start with Tara first. Sure. So um, we definitely dance all year round. Um, The Rockettes are performing all year. We have events and special appearances. So it's really a top priority for us to definitely make sure we stay in shape. I personally love to do spinning and yoga. um, And then running around chasing after my toddler definitely helps as well. Um, So yeah, I guess just getting ready for the show. uh, Personally, I, you know, I think scheduling and making sure we set aside enough time for ourselves outside of our family life is really a main priority, especially during the Christmas season in order for us to really feel like we are doing our job um, to our, our utmost ability. Absolutely. Right. I think, you know, whatever your career is, we all have that mommy guilt that follows us around and it's whether it should be there or not. It's, you know, it's really about honoring your role as a mom and setting that time aside for, not only you, but making sure that the, the family is all intact and well at the same time as pursuing your ambitions, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Me and Nicole are actually just having this conversation, <laughs> trying to uh, figure out home schedules. You know, you feel like you're juggling so many different pieces at once. Um, so, you know, not only are we working and doing our shows, but we're also 
doing our kids' schedules, our husband's schedules, <laughs> the nanny schedule, and lunches and after school activities. So, um, yeah, I feel like we definitely wear a lot of hats. Um, you know, ours are just sometimes a little more sparkly as rockets. <laughs> That's amazing. I would love a sparkly rocket hat. Um, okay, so Nicole, I would love to know as well, just a little bit of insight in terms of what your life looks like and how you prepare year long, what that looks like. Are you a dancer year long as well? Yes, I definitely try and keep up with dance classes year round. Um, sometimes it does get tricky. I live in New Jersey, so I take sometimes take classes out there in New Jersey and then come into the city for some classes. But again, we try and stay in shape and we all have something different that we do. I actually do more of a personal training system. Uh, my sister is a um, bodybuilder, a professional bodybuilder. So I kind of take on her workouts and try and build my stamina and muscles and just like be strong in that respect. And that really helps me during the show as well. Um, but yeah, we definitely try and keep our bodies in shape, but again, running around after my kids and keeping their schedules helps as well. Mm -hmm. If I can't make it to the gym or chasing after them definitely helps. Oh, I mean, I know. And I was just talking about um, this with a bunch of moms yesterday that, you know, none of us are really, really big into fitness, but we were honoring the fact that when we are feeling healthier and more physically strong, it just serves us better in every role in our life, especially yeah. as moms. Yeah, like run. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You wake up better. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And it's also time. It's an hour. It's time for yourself. <laughs> I know, right? It's part of your self-care. Um, okay, so one other thing that came to mind was um, I've never actually seen a show in person. It's on my 2020 vision board, though, to make it to New York to see you guys in person. Um, but I'm thinking, okay, so are you dancing with about 36 women in total? Yes, yeah, so yeah. we have 36 women on stage at one time. Um, there's two casts here in New York. So um, there's a day cast and a night cast. So we, we kind of work in shifts. Me and Nicole are in the, in the day cast. So okay. that actually really helps to lend, um, you know, in more of a normal nine to five job. So as moms, that's a huge help because we can kind of have somewhat of a normal schedule, um, both with our kids and our husbands. So for normal family life, instead of um, you know, they're in school or we're taking care of them all day and then coming to the theater at night. So there's 36 women on stage at one time and each cast has four swings. So in total, there's 80 Rockettes in New York right now. Wow. 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 Okay. So yesterday I had a bit of like a, a Jada Pinkett Smith red table talk at the cafe and I brought like kind of a hot topic to some of the women that I work with, there was about seven of us around this cafe table and they didn't even know that I had this planned, but I brought my little microphone and I said, I want to really talk about the hashtag women supporting women. People like to use mm -hmm. it. They women like to say that they, you know, support each other. But when it comes down to it, have we really been taught that growing up, like just like in, in culture and society? And what does that really look like? So within the culture of the Rockettes with all the incredible women, it sounds like, can you guys speak a little bit to the importance that you think, um, you know, Tara, you're raising three daughters and Nicole, you have um, a do two daughters or one daughter? One. Okay. But still like even teaching this to boys, right? 
what would you guys like how yeah. would you guys add to that conversation of of really embodying that as a woman being a woman supporting other women especially yeah i think that's huge especially in as a rocket we always say together we're better um mm. like on the stage off the we literally and figuratively lift each other up when we're down or like if you're having a rough day you're coming in you're crying like we help each other put that smile on your face we there's never a moment where somebody doesn't have your back um mm. and i think that is that is special and unique about the rockets that we are like i know it's so silly to keep saying it but together we are better like as a whole we are amazing um and we definitely have our rough days whether we're moms or the the girls who are not moms everybody has a bad day and you come in you lift each other up or if you have a, an amazing day and you just want to like celebrate something special we are there for you no matter what happens and i take think that's huge and within radio city that's huge but then when i go home to my kids i tell them together you're better like if somebody's mm. not we all or we're going to learn from each other so i really try hard to instill that in my kids as well that's so beautiful i, I always say teamwork makes the dream work around here <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. Oh, awesome do that you know, as like a working mom, you have so much guilt sometimes leaving and yeah. not being there for your kids and what you're missing and whatnot. But I think, um, you know, for our daughters, especially like knowing that we did go back to work after having them, especially to a job like this, I think down the line, they're just going to look back and realize how strong mommy was and how amazing it is that we, you know, mom, moms have to work regardless. Sometimes they have to, not only do they want to, or, you know, it's not a choice. We, we love what we do. And to be able to prove to our, our kids and especially our girls that, you know, you can do this, you can have both worlds, you can work and be a mom, I think is a huge thing. And that kind of gets us through times when we have huge mom guilt, because especially mm -hmm. during the holidays, we're missing so many, so many things for them and special occasions and moments. So that's definitely something we have to keep telling ourselves, you know, you're not, you're a stronger person, you're a better mom, and they're going to appreciate it down the line as well. Absolutely. It was actually, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, um, a woman named Jennifer Groover, Jen Groover. She's from New York um, and she's um, a serial entrepreneur, motivational speaker. Um, but she, she's a mom to twin girls as well as, as you, Tara. And, oh, uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll have to send you her link. But she told me one time, she said, um, your boys don't need a perfect mom who is there every day with freshly baked cookies and there 24 seven, if you're not happy in that role. The most important thing for you is to be a happy mom and to teach them how to be happy and to live a life that's fulfilled. That will be more meaningful than you being there every waking second of every day. <laughs> Definitely, it's like quantity versus quality. It's like even if it's 10 minutes a day that you spend like undivided attention with them. I try to do that with each one of my kids, which doesn't really happen, <laughs> but I try. It's like those 10 minutes alone with one child is so special than having like a whole day and you're not really present. So it's. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think there was actually like a child psychologist who I was recently speaking to said, that's actually all that our children really need in order to fill their cup is 10 minutes of, present quality like undivided attention time with mom and 10 minutes like we can all get yeah. on the floor for 10 minutes <laughs> i know 
it's like exercise or anything else, I guess, right? You can fit it in. Okay. So um, I was actually watching um, a really cool, just special this morning, and it was featuring um, Robin Roberts from Good Morning America. And, uh, mm-hmm. and she, cho- she, she was just sharing that she just trained her mind to be optimistic and positive. And I know that the Rockettes, one thing that you guys really represent is, is you know, bringing the positivity, bringing the joy to people's lives. Um, and I think that is a decision. How would you guys say that, you know, within your lives and also within the culture of the Rockettes, how powerful the decision to, you know, focus on the positive in your life and teaching our children to do the same thing? Um, well, like Nicole is saying, sometimes we do have bad days, but I think mm-hmm. it's good for us to remind, to remind ourselves what we're actually doing every day. Um, I think we're really lucky to say that we have a job that we love. We, we come to work, but it's really not work. And not a lot of people get to say that. So that in itself, as hard of a day we're having, it's really hard not to be positive when we're, you know, celebrating so many people's traditions, their holiday traditions. Um, you look out in the audience and you see all these little kids like so happy. Um, and we're also spending time with our friends all day. Like we're working, we really are like a sisterhood and a family here and we really do love each other. So we get to be with people that we enjoy spending time with all day long when we, when we don't get to be with our own family. Um, so I think in itself, like the whole culture of, of our job is keeps us in a positive space already. Um, and then of course, being moms, you see the whole other side of what we do too. Like we've been spending so many years celebrating holidays for other families and their kids. And now we get to, it comes full circle and we get to do that with our families now too. It's kind of crazy. And my daughter came to the show a couple of weeks ago and now she's old enough to really understand what mommy does. So to see her out in the audience and reacting to what I do, I mean, there's really, wow. it's really hard to not really love love what you do every day. <laughs> wow. I mean, that would be so cool if my mom was a rocket. <laughs> so amazing. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. Now there's a lot of moms who are going to be listening to this. Um, and, and so far I'm just getting to know the audience and it's, um, it's quite diverse from stay at home moms or working moms who don't necessarily love their career. They're not, their cup isn't necessarily you know, being filled up with something that they're passionate about. Okay. So maybe they go to a job, they don't love it, but there's something that's calling their name in this podcast because it is called Ambitious Mama, right? And they're tuning in. And then of course I have the successful, super driven women listening as well. But specifically speaking to the moms who are not right now connected to something that is for them, that makes them feel good, whether it's they're getting paid or not. Can we help encourage them to pursue, maybe they have a passion for dance that they haven't, you know, looked at since they were, you know, in their 20s. How would you encourage women to maybe do something outside of the ordinary to really fill themselves up? I mean, that's, I feel like when you're in that position, it's got to be so hard to maybe find what you were passionate about or want to be passionate about. Um, but I know like in New Jersey where I live, there's a lot of dance studios that have adult classes. Like if dance is something that you did as a child or a teenager or even in college, and then you kind of had to, for whatever reason, go a different route and you're at a job that you don't feel like really fulfills you. I feel like there are so many places where you can go and 
try a dance class, try like a little aerobic class and just put yourself out there and attempt it because you never know what will happen once you get there. I've seen so many adult classes that the, it's so amazing the energy that is in that class. Even when you go to the gym, if you just try it for the first time, I know that when I went back to the gym after kind of not really belonging to a gym for so many years, I was so intimidated and nervous. And that's our job is to like be in shape, work out, dance. But I was so intimidated by the gym. But my sister was like, just go and just 99% of the people in there don't know what they're doing anyway. Like just go in there and be yourself and just try it. Like what do you have to lose? So I feel like if you can just put yourself out there, give yourself a chance to try something, you'll never know what the outcome is. And if you don't do it, you might keep regretting it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And um, I'm not sure who, t- was that Tara or Nicole that was just speaking? But to let that, I think no matter, no, no matter what you find, or if you are trying to find something that you're passionate about, it really, it's important as a mom to find the time for yourself. Um, it really will make you a better person and a better mom. I find like if I if I'm stuck in the house for too many days and I haven't been able to get out or even if it's for an hour by myself and stuff, you know, you start to feel a little resentful and it's really healthy for a mom to make sure she finds time for herself. So I really encourage anybody, whether, you know, like like Nicole, we have nicknames for each other. Like Nicole was saying, a dance class or a workout class, or if it's just going to get coffee with your best friend once a week to schedule you know, to make sure you put something on your calendar, like to schedule out an hour like that for yourself. It's really crucial for moms to really make sure you don't forget about you because you can really get wrapped up and lost um, in your kids and your and just being a parent that you forget about yourself and you lose yourself. Yeah, I actually, um, I just had an interview yesterday with a mom who will be, this will be interview will be released after this episode because I really wanted the Rockets to kick off season three, so to speak. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, but she's called the possibility mom. And, um, and we spoke about this. She said, now who is the most important person in your child's life? And we agreed that it was mom at the end of the day, they want mom at pickup. They want mom, you know, and would you not want to take care of the most important person in your child's life? That's you right? So that means going to that class. That means taking care of you. So it's, it's the opposite of selfish. In fact, you, when you invest in you, you're literally doing it for your kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Okay. So one last question, but in case you guys want to add anything, it's, it's an open conversation, but one last question I wanted to ask, because we're listening to this, uh, this is December right now. And I know all of the ambitious mamas out there are going to be thinking and probably everyone, they're going to be asking themselves, okay, what do I want this next big year to be about 2020? It sounds like a really big year, right? So are there any uh, rituals or any advice um, or words of wisdom that you can share um, for women who want to really make this upcoming year extra special? Maybe they want to make those changes in their life. Maybe they want to hit those goals. Maybe they want to dream a little bigger. Do you guys have any rituals for planning out your year? Um, you know, anything like that that you do? I talk a lot about, you know, creating a vision book, um, but I'd love to know your insights on how to set the intention for your, for the upcoming year. Hmm. That's a hard one. That is hard. <laughs> I think our, 
because our season comes to like somewhat of a dramatic end at the start of the new year. It's kind of like a reset button for all of us. We kind of decompress like the whole first month of January, but in that whole month, I, I think we also reflect on the past couple of months and how the season was and how we've evolved in our career. You know, a lot of us have been Rockettes for over 10 years. Wow. So another season adds even more experiences, um, you know, to our career. So I think at the start of the year, we kind of really reflect a lot and then look forward to hopefully all of the new possibilities and experiences that we're going to have coming up in our career in the next year. But I feel like for all of us, especially moms, like it's so unpredictable, like especially us that have little kids, like each year has been so different that I think the best thing is to be prepared for the unknown, you know, and be Mm -hmm. open to possibilities um, and be, and be open to change because sometimes we get in our own way. Absolutely. Um, So that's a huge thing to just have that kind of outlook. And sometimes you don't even realize that something's right in front of you, Mm -hmm. you know, a huge opportunity is right in front of you and you might be getting in your own way sometimes. So I think just being open-minded is a huge, is a huge characteristic that's really helpful. Well, that yeah, was amazing for not knowing what to say. That is really insightful. I love the idea Sorry. of reflection. That is awesome. <laughs> uh, I could definitely relate to the idea of like being so focused on a very specific goal and outcome that I could be missing opportunities that are right like banging on my door. Because so I'm like, no, it's going to happen like this. So I think it's about like really setting the tone of where you want to go and how you want to feel. And um, and being open to all of the beautiful opportunities that are available in this super abundant, limitless world and time that we live in. It's it's really we're so blessed to be living in the time we are. I think. Did either of you want yeah. to add anything to kind of how to prepare or anything else in terms of rituals? I don't. This is Nicole. I don't think I have like a um, a ritual, but I definitely agree with Tara come January, we just like take a really deep breath and just think about what just happened for the last three months. Um, Mm -hmm. I know for me with my, it's kind of like restarting because as much as we are, I'm still a mom during this, the rocket season, I don't, I don't do a lot at home. Like I, you know, I'm not there for their after school activities or, you know, home with homework. So for me, it's almost like my restart button. I have to be come back to be just mom and learn their needs, learn their schedules and be open to all their changes that they're going through and just take in all the moments that, that they have and that they're doing. Um, and sometimes that can be very challenging from being away from it. Even though it's only three months, it's, to them it feels like forever. So having mommy back in the picture changes dramatically. Um, but I definitely, my options are open in life and I'm definitely, you know, looking for whatever to come my way and um, just to be positive and take it day by day, second by second. Mm, beautiful. And to really, to be grateful for each and every day. It's just such a huge blessing. I've, I've just been overwhelmed with those feelings lately. And in terms of gratitude, it's like, wow, all the kids are healthy. We have like a, you know, a nice home. It's just like just, just these waves of gratitude for, you know, being alive and well. And, and it's, it, you know, not everyone's so lucky. Right. Sometimes you kind of get lost in that perspective. Yeah. 
of, of doing and wanting more and achieving. And I think we're, we're all on this planet to grow and evolve, but it's also that gratitude piece is crucial for happiness, I think. All right, ladies. Okay. So any last words? So taking the incredible culture that I understand that is the Rockheads that I totally want to experience in person one day. You guys have like years, how many years now has the Rockheads been performing? Uh, we've been performing since 1933, um, but Nicole wow. and I have podcast for 14 years. <laughs> wow. Okay. So what about, what else about the culture would you love to share? Like, I know that like you just spread joy and, and possibility and just like inspire every audience. What else can you share? Like we, we already shared um, together, we're better. Anything else from the culture that you can share with us? I think some people might not realize how hard we work as well. You know, we say that we're athletes, just like a football team, basketball team. We, when we rehearse, we rehearse six hours a day, six days a week. Um, and then we go into the theater and rehearse for about three weeks um, for six hours as well. And then we get into shows. We do each cast does 16 shows a week. So it's wow. very rigorous. It's very hard. It's very demanding. But at the same time, it's like amazing and beautiful and fun and glittery and sparkly. So I think people, when you come to see the Rockettes, you see the performance and it looks so easy and effortless, which is what we want it to look like. But behind the scenes, it's really challenging. And you know, the, the work that we do together as a team, as a sisterhood, um, takes a long time to master that. And I think that's something special and unique about the Rockettes. And not everybody always gets to witness that. I, my husband's always like, can we come watch a rehearsal? Like, there, so many people are dying to know, like, exactly what goes on in rehearsal. Because when we try to explain it, it doesn't make sense to people. Like, that we can hold one position for a minute or until all 80 of us are in the exact same position. So it's, it's pretty amazing. And I don't think everybody really fully understands that. Well, I think that's a huge lesson for, for everyone who is listening. We might not be performing on Radio City Music anytime soon, but oftentimes even like on Instagram, we're like, wow, like, look at how successful this woman is. Look at everything looks so perfect and beautiful in her life. Um, but we don't know the road that it took to get there. Right. And I think right. it's like, you can't, what's that saying? You can't judge your day one to someone's like whatever day, you know, like, I think it's so important to just to really understand that there's a lot of hard work that goes into anything great. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we're so like, and, and, and yeah, like you guys make it look easy. Right. And people say, well, how could you speak in front of audiences? I'm like, well, that I've literally been doing it for 10 years and I used to turn red like a tomato. So <laughs> it takes practice. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Um, anything else you guys want to add? This has been so fun. There are, this year there are seven moms and 15 kids. So that's kind of special. Yeah, seven performing Rockettes, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I think like moms, like we have such superpowers in terms of like, you know, people say, well, how could you, how could a mom do it? It's like, you, you just do it. And I think that's the whole, you know, when you're a mom of whether it's one or like the, the guest I interviewed yesterday, she had seven kids. It's like, it's just the capacity. And as you, you know, you can do more and more as you're given more. 
right? And I think, you know, we're just so great at juggling and multitasking and, and showing up to the best of our ability. So I think anyone who has the opportunity to hire moms in any role, I think we always show up fully because what we do. Oh, absolutely. Whether it's two For in the morning sure. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and people are always like, how are you doing this with kids? Like, how did you go back to work after having kids? How can you be a rocket with kids? And I feel like we just look at ourselves like any other working mom. You know, our yeah. job is our job. We're all, we're all just on this big hamster wheel running <laughs> round and round. Um, but at the end of the day, we're just moms doing our job and then trying to keep everybody at home happy and content too. So, you know, you, you adapt to your new normal, I always say. Like, yes, yes we're working totally. and we're rocking. And we're moms. <laughs> and you just, you make it work because we are super women. <laughs> it's are. incredible. It's incredible. And I think like, just to really to highlight the message that we've said a few times in this um, conversation, it's like, you know, we want to make sure that we are happy and fulfilled because our kids feel that. And, you know, there was when I had, when I went from having one to two and my second boy, he didn't, he never slept. Like he just, he, he just was awake all night long, nursing all night long. But my business like grew, it tripled in size from the time he was born to the time he was two. And it was just because it felt so good and so aligned, even though I was sleep deprived, right? Like it's like that, the energy that um, passion gives you and inspiration and doing what you love, it really is like mm -hmm. the best kind of mama juice and it's, it trumps coffee any day. <laughs> <laughs> but the caffeine helps too. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful thank you ladies so so much for being here i'm wishing you an incredible rest of your season performing and i hope to see you next year uh, i hope to be in the audience and, and experiencing this incredible culture in real life because if you two are representation of the rest of the rockets wow what a show it must be you guys are so incredible um Tara and Nicole, Thank are you guys you. on Instagram? Like, are you guys on Instagram? Can like the yeah. audience connect with you or? Absolutely. Awesome. Um, Tara, how so can they find handle, you? Yeah, sure. My handle is Tara D. Tuberty, and I'll spell it for you. It's T-A-R-A, D as in dog, T as in Thomas, U, B as in boy, R-I, D as in dog, Y. Got it. Okay, I'll put it in the show notes too. And what about you, Nicole? Mine is at Nicole A. Luftig, N-I-C-O-L-E-A-L-U-F as in Frank, T as in Tom, I-G as in George. Beautiful. Okay, ladies, I'll put it in the show notes, and I'm also going to be connecting with you because I have to see the cuties, all the kids you guys have. <laughs> thank you so, so much. Um, thank you to Ricky as well for organizing this, and I really appreciate your generosity of your time spent with me, and um, I'm wishing you nothing but the most incredible year, new year, and all the blessings. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Happy holidays. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Krista. Um, definitely follow up with me if you need anything else, okay? Will do. Thanks, guys. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Hey, ladies. There we have it. 
Episode one of season three is a wrap. Thank you so much to the Rockettes for kicking us off. Now head on over to Facebook. We have a group there. You can join it. Any questions, if you want to like continue this conversation, share your big moments. And also, I would really, really love it if you could head on over to iTunes and leave a rating, follow, subscribe, share, well, all the things that you do on social media because I want to continue to grow this. I'm having so much fun. You can hear the boys and Mike in the background playing. So I got to wrap this up, but I'm so excited to deliver you guys this upcoming episode too with Lisa Canning, the Possibility Mum.